We are in Chagiga, Chavbez, Amar Aleph, 22A1 in the Art School Gemara. The Gemara is continuing the conversation from last week's recording, and we are going to have here uh, three different statements in our current in, in today's recording that reflect the discussion from last week. We had the very first case of the Mishnah, which said that when you put one vessel into a another vessel, one utensil into another utensil, so then even though that works for everything, that's that's a fine it's fine to uh, put that utensil which is in another utensil into the mikvah. That works for everything for for uh, to use that utensil for regular food or even for truma, but it does not work for kachim. It doesn't work with regards to using that utensil for various sacrifices in the base of Mikdash. In the temple, it doesn't work, and there were two reasons that were given. One reason that was given was that if you put one utensil inside out of another, so then they're going to connect. Those two utensils are going to connect very strongly to each other, and water will not be able to get through and to cover the entire utensil. And in order for anybody or anything to become pure in the mikvah, it has to touch the entire the entire entity, the entire person or the entire utensil, and over here it's not, or there's a concern that it won't. And apparently is a higher level concern that only applies to kachim, which is has greater stringencies, but it doesn't apply to other food, any other food. That was the first perspective. <coughs> the second reason that was given, which was given uh, by Rava, is that the concern is really that we're going to say that you can never put a utensil into another utensil, out of concern that you're going to come to confuse it with the following case, with a case where you want their needles or just small utensils that became impure. You want to purify them by putting them into the mikvah. But what you do is you put them into a pot. They're very small, so you put them into a pot with a covering. But that covering, the opening of that covering is extremely, extremely small. It's too small to be viewed as connected to the actual mikvah, that it's not the opening of... Basically, two fingers. If you take the index and middle finger and uh, rotate it, it's not bigger uh, than that. It's a smaller size than that. And so that would not be connected to the actual mikvah, and it will not make the needles uh, that are inside pure. So the Gemara asks now, my, this is the, we're going to have three different parts to, uh, in, in our current Gemara for today uh, that relate to this, uh, to this Machlokas uh, to this dispute as to what the issue is in the Mishnah. So the Gemara first asks, this is discussion number one. What's the practical difference? Is there any practical difference between these two different reasons as to why you can't put one utensil into another? Again, the first reason is that it's a chatzitza issue. It causes a separation where the water cannot surround the utensil. There's concern that the water will not surround the utensil completely. The second issue was was that we said you can never put a utensil inside another utensil out of concern that you're going to come to confuse it with a case where you put needles into a pot where the pot does not have an opening to connect it to the rest of the mikvah and then it's not viewed as connected to the mikvah. So the says, yeah, there is a practical difference. You have the following difference. The difference is in a case where you have a very large basket or strainer, which has 
large holes. Some explain that the the lid itself, the opening lid itself, is just as big as the utensil itself. So in such a case, even though, in according to the second opinion, we'll say that all, every case that you have a utensil to put into another utensil, we're going to say that it's not allowed, out of concern that you're going to confuse it with putting the needles into a pot with a very small opening. However, says the Gemara, there is one exception to the rule. That exception to the rule is if you have one of these very big pots with also very big lids, so then certainly you're not going to confuse the two. If you have a very, very big lid, very big opening, unclear exactly to define what how big is, is big enough, but if you have a very big opening, according to the second opinion, it's not going to cause a problem. We're not going to get confused and say, if you put needles in a pot with a small opening, that you're going to come to say that that's allowed. No, you won't get confused with that. But according to the first opinion, who says that it has nothing to do with the size of the opening, it has to do with the fact that if you put one utensil inside another utensil, there's concern that they're going to get stuck together, and water is not going to be able to pass through all around the entire utensil. So then that that concern continues to apply regardless of how big the utensil is or regardless of how big the opening of that utensil is. And so therefore, this is a practical difference between the two. According to the first opinion, that it has to do with chatzitos, with separations, it's still an issue. It's still a problem, even if it has a large opening. According to the second opinion, we're going to say that in the vast majority of cases, we'll say that you're not allowed to put one utensil inside another out of concern that you'll confuse it with the needle case, which is in a pot with a small opening. But if it has a very large opening, if it's extremely clear that there's a difference between these two different types of pots, so then we'll say that it is allowed. And that will be a practical difference between these two different opinions. And the Gemara then continues and says, the Rava Latami Rava in fact said this elsewhere. Da Amar Rava, Rava, who is the second opinion, has said, Sal Vigargusni Shemilan Bilan Tahor. And he in fact said that if you fill a basket, this basket or this large strainer with vessels, then they become pure. They become pure even for Kachim, even for the cases of the Mishnah, which is dealing specifically with Kachim, with uh, with the the service in the temple. That would that would also work. So it's clear that Rava already said this that this would work. According to the first opinion, it would not necessarily work because it would still be a chatzisa. It would still cause a concern that the water will not get through. Once we're quoting Rava, we quote him with regards to a separate law. He said both of these laws together. So there's just a a, a slight tangent here, where he says If you happen to have a mikvah. A mikvah which requires 40 sa'ah, as we've had in the past, that that 40 sa'ah uh, is the is the minimum amount that you need for a mikvah of rainwater. And if you have such a mikvah, which is divided up, so you have 20 sa'ah in one area and 20 sa'ah in another area, and that area is divided by one of these extremely large utensils, these extremely large strainers, which is why we're mentioning this now. He says, It doesn't work. You need to have all 40 saw viewed as in the same room. And he says, I can prove this to you. The mikvahs would be underground. And if we had mikvahs, so then they, you have these mikvahs, which they didn't have, uh, they had porous hole, uh, walls. And the walls underground, they were of dirt and they would connect. There's always water in the, uh, in the ground, in the dirt itself. So you could say that you only need a very small amount. And then uh, it connects to the to the to the holes in the walls themselves, which connect to other water. And eventually, you'll get to forty saw from from everything that's underground. That the water that connects underground. 
He says, but that doesn't work. Why doesn't that work? Because you need all 40 saw. You need the entire measurement of 40 saw to be all in in one place. So therefore, if you have 20 saw in one place and another 20 saw in another place, and it's divided by one of these baskets, that doesn't count. You need to have everything in one place. Otherwise, you would just need a minimal amount, and then it connects to all the water which is uh, which is uh, within the dirt itself. So the fact that doesn't work doesn't work shows that in this case also it wouldn't work. Says Rava to have twenty saw in one area and twenty saw in another area with this strainer in between. He says the arakula chachuli machala We need everything in one place. Now we turn to twenty two a two in the archul gemara. So that it was uh, the first part part of uh, the three different parts that are connected to this dispute. The first part is basically saying that the practical difference between these first two different approaches is the idea that what happens if you have the the outer utensils being a very large utensil with a large opening. That according to the second opinion, you're allowed to do that, even for kachim. According to the first opinion, it would still be a chatzitza concern. It would be concerned that the water can't go... Th- wouldn't, would, the, the two utensils would be stuck together inside of one inside of the other. The water wouldn't be able to get through. And um, there would still be a problem according to the first approach. The Gemara now says, a fascinating idea. This is now point number two. Vahani Mili, this whole discussion that the inner kli, the inner utensil, will not become pure, it won't work, the mikvah won't work, is only beklitar. It's only when the outer vessel, that large outer vessel, is already tahor. It's already it's already, it's, it doesn't need to go into the mikvah. It's already pure. So there's no need for it to go into the mikvah. The only reason why it's going to the mikvah is to hold the inner utensil. The inner utensil is what has to become pure. So then it doesn't work because, let's say, for the second reason, this is this is purely uh, focused on the second reason, this second point, that uh, the reason, the concern is that you're going to come to confuse it with uh, uh, putting utensil into a pot with a very small opening. Um, so that only works, That that is only doesn't work, sorry, if the outer utensil is not needed for the mikvah. It's just, it is already pure, and it's not needed for the mikvah. But there's a fascinating idea here, Ava but let's say that outer utensil, which, that outer utensil does become pure. There's no, there's no issue with the outer utensil. The whole concern is the inner utensil, that you're going to confuse it with another pot, which has a very small opening, and it won't make the inner utensil, these needles, pure. But the outer utensil, that's certainly, putting that into the mikvah, even with something else inside of it, the outer utensil becomes pure. And so now we have a principle here that if you, if that outer utensil needs to become pure, it was impure, it was tame, and now you're making it tahar, you're making it pure. So there's a fascinating idea that migu Once that outer utensil is becoming pure through the process by putting it into the mikvah, once that's pure, we automatically say that whatever's inside of it, i.e. the utensil which is inside of it, or the needles that are inside of it, that too becomes Pure. So the whole point, according to the second opinion, that says that there's a concern of putting one utensil to another to confuse it with a needle, that's only if the outer utensil doesn't have to go to the mikvah. It's not necessary because it's already pure, but if that outer utensil does have to go to the mikvah, so then that outer utensil becomes pure, and once that outer utensil becomes pure, there's a principle that it makes everything even inside of it pure. So even the utensil which is inside of it, which might have certain concerns, or the needles that are inside of it might have certain concerns, we say that no, it all becomes pure together. It all this is a concept that the outer utensil becomes pure, then everything inside of it also becomes pure. As we learned in the Mishnah, does not. It says in the Mishnah, If you have one vessel inside of another, 
and you put it into mikvah haril tahor, it becomes tahor. Vim lo tavol, but if you do not immerse the outer vessel, mayim hamuravin adju muravin kishveres hanot. So they say that if you if you didn't immerse the outer utensil, so then you need the airspace of of the two fingers. So the Gemara asks, my kamar vim lo tavol. What does it mean that if it didn't go into the mikvah, if you didn't put the outer one, what does that mean? Hachi kamar. This is what the Mishnah means. The only time there's a concern is when you don't need to. It doesn't mean that you didn't immerse it. It means that you don't need to. The outer vessel is tahor. It's pure. So you're only doing it for the sake of the inner vessel. The outer vessel is just holding the inner vessel. So then that's when there's a concern that uh, that uh, you don't have you don't have a big enough opening. Or we'll say that all every case of a utensil and two utensils is a problem for kachin because you don't have a big enough opening. But but if uh, if it does have to go into the mikvah, if the outer outer utensil does have to go to the mikvah because it's impure, once that becomes pure, it makes everything inside of it also pure. Okay, that is point number two. So again, point number one was to teach us that the practical difference between the two approaches is what happens if you have a very large utensil with a large opening, then there's no concern according to the second approach. The second point in this recording is to teach us that when it comes according to the Second opinion that it's all about uh, the uh, small opening. If you're also going to be mitahir to purify the outer kli, the outer utensil, which is impure, so then it makes everything inside of it also pure. The whole case where there's a problem is only when the outer utensil is already pure, and then there's no need for it to go to the mikvah. It's just holding the inner utensil, and then there's a concern there. But if the outer utensil also has to become pure, and it does become pure through the process, then it also purifies everything inside of it. Now, point number three. The whole dispute between these two different approaches, the original two different approaches as to why you can't put one utensil into another utensil for kachim, is a dispute about a chatzitza concern, a concern that the water is not going to go through, or a concern that you're going to confuse it with a case where it has a very small opening, is really a dispute. It's not just a dispute from the times of the Gemara, it's really from a dispute even from the times of the Mishnah. The Tanya, as it's taught in a brisa, from the times of the Mishnah, they have this exact case of that which we started with, this very big vessel with a big opening, Salve Gargusni, Shemilan Kalan If you have one of these large vessels, these large strainers, going on to twenty two A three. Bain Truma Tahorin, Abishal Omar, Latruma Avalo Lakodesh. The first opinion says that if you have one of these large utensils, so then it works even for Kachim, even for Kachim it would work which seems to be like the second opinion. The second opinion says that the concern is that you're going to confuse it with a small opening, but if it has a very large opening, there's no concern of, it, of getting confused, and that type of tvila, that type of putting utensil into another utensil, would work even for kachim. The second opinion, Abishal, from the times of the Mishnah, says that no, it won't work for kachim, seemingly that he holds, like the first opinion, that it, the issue is that the water won't, there's a concern the water won't get all around it if you have one utensil inside of another, that they'll be very much closed together and the water won't get around it, so then it won't work for Kachim. So the point number three of this recording is to say that this dispute as to what the concern is for having one utensil inside of another utensil is really not just a, a dispute from the times of the Gemara, but it, we see that it's even a dispute which, ex, which existed from the times of the Mishnah. So these are the three different points with regards to the overall discussion about why you can't put one utensil inside of another utensil, specifically when it comes to kachim, as it relates to uh, the service in 
the temple that we had a dispute as to what the concern was. Is it a chatzitza issue that the water won't be able because the concern the water won't be able to get through, or is the concern that we will say that you can't put one utensil inside of another utensil out of a concern that you're going to come to confuse it with a case where you have needles inside of a pot with a very small opening that will separate it from the rest of the mikvah. So those are the two, two different perspectives on it, and we had three different points on those two different opinions.